Hello and welcome to the C21 podcast. My name's Jonathan Webdale. We hope you're safe and well wherever you may be. Coming up in this episode, we'll be hearing from Georgie Matthew, a producer at Yellowbird in Sweden, a country which has so far been among the most lenient in terms of the coronavirus lockdown, with the Banerjee Group-owned company still in production on new series Snow Angels. But first, Natalie Biancoli, Director of Acquisitions and International Fiction at France Television, explains what steps the public broadcaster has taken to adapt its schedules across its channel portfolio in the face of the crisis, the impact of shows on hiatus such as slim tvs around the world in 80 days which you may have heard about in one of our earlier episodes and how the company's mix of acquired content is set to shift moving forwards here's natalie speaking with c21's gun accuse on the acquisition side we decided very quickly to move the channel broadcasting so we decided to put some movie theatrical movies in the afternoon for the family audiences so we have to buy because the stock is not so huge so we have to buy very uh, quickly all the rights that we need to open this main uh, slot at 1 p.m. on France 2. We didn't change a lot on France 3 because we have a, a slow public, so we have the stock that we have, so we keep Vera, we keep all the the, the, the English uh, well copyright that we have, uh, Murdoch, uh, all this kind of show, and we have a lot of French shows like Marlowe that we can keep on prime time. On France 2, the problem we have is that the public channel in France, we have a lot of direct shows. You mean live shows? Yeah, in live. So we have to stop that because, well, due to the regulation at the beginning, there's only 100 people. After that, it's only 50 and after that, it's zero. So we stop that and we buy all renewal, um, rerun. So we put some rerun of some, uh, of some uh, shows that we have on live. We create a medical show and the info, the information, the news take place on the main channel to inform uh, on the place on the newsroom or on the documentary side about the COVID-19. So I think it's mainly the same as BBC did. And then beside that, we create all the young uh, audiences. So we have a platform called Lumni that we created was two months ago. We put that on France 2 on France 3 and then on France 4, the DTD channel. So the channel mainly it was educational, uh, entertainment and news. So we mainly do the same as the BBC did and as the other channel make, uh, the public channel uh, did. So that they did the same, I did the same, uh, because the well, people are at home, because the children are at home and, uh, well, anyway, the Ministry of uh, Education ask us to help all this family for the educational uh, lessons. So we did it. It works well, pretty well. We were surprised about the rating on the slot on the theatrical movie in the afternoon because, uh, well, the targeting is family. And uh, we have a lot of young people coming to see. It was mainly French classical. Uh, so they come to see that on family. So I think, um, well, the the... the the movie that we put, uh, it was very good for this kind of public. This means the family that can stay with the father, mother, and the children just after the lunchtime. So that's work. After that, on the production side, it's very hard in France because there's a lot. Well, I've got one called 80 Days Around the World with Slim TV. The UK, they were in South Africa. It was the 8 per uh, 52 minutes that we had to stop so now uh, we need to see uh, what we're going to do and when they're going to open the well the frontier because that's the point when the, when we keep the talent how you can keep the talent 
So Slim, well, honestly, did a very good job and they call all the talent and it seems to be that because we have to have tenants in it and it seems to be that it's secure, the fact that he's ready to finish the production when uh, we could get outside. But of course, uh, this show should be on screen in 2020 and of course we cannot put it in 2020. We will do that in 2021. And it's mainly the shame for the domestic show. So we're doing step by step. Uh, we're trying to work very closely with the production people because we want to build the future. Regarding the record on the TV TV set, anyway, 48.2 million French people are on well in front of their uh, TV set during the COVID. This means that the record is four hours 39 minutes, so it's a lot of people looking for TV. Uh, record uh, the the best anywhere video f- that viewing that people is doing, uh, see on France.tv, our French uh, Evot Freevot platform. We have 19 million uh, viewers, so it's huge for them. And the success of uh, I can give you some show. It's uh, Arde Madrid. That's an acquisition show that we bought at Beta. This is a Spanish show. I don't know if you knew that. It's in black and white. Uh, and we do like an average of 100 uh, viewers per episode in a few days. We put some new uh, episodes of um, Murder in Paradise, BBC show, and uh, Barnaby. And it was the top of the replay on, uh, on our channel. So acquisition is still very important for them because the co-production uh, uh, doesn't come as fast as we as we want. So we're still uh, buying and we still, uh, well, we still have the same business that uh, because we put this kind of uh, trademark on our channel. Just to summarize, we have more people. We change uh, some slots. We put more entertainment show. We keep the news. There's a lot of news. And we're trying to do some educational shows. And what about the financial impact on France television? Has there been any? And how is it impacting the overall staffing numbers? So it's very difficult to say today because we're trying to talk to the producer and the producer today because the impact that we're going to have is mainly on the production side. So, well, I, I cannot give you any figures today because we're working on that with the, with the producer. What we did is that we pay. We pay uh, because, you know, you have some um, term of payment regarding the production that you you don't pay 100% on the production when you receive it. So we decide to pay what we have to pay. And the rest, we're still uh, working on it, see how we can help them. So we're still working with the writers on the show that it's not only on the, on the production. So we're still, well, doing business with uh, the talent and the producer. But it's not only on the drama side, it's documentary too, it's uh, all genres. It's case by case because it depends on where you are on production. If you are on the prepa, it's different rather than if you are on the writer's room, still writer's room. So it's case by case uh, situation. It's case by case about the, the company because uh, you have huge company and you have a more uh, small company. So it depends case by case what they what they need and, uh, and they talk with them and uh, we're trying to well to help as we can. How are you balancing acquisitions with archives? Are you looking into your archives first? So on the acquisition side, I'm probably the, the country who on Francois, for example, we have a lot of well English show, so that season and season that would cry per year. So the we 
except for the dubbing, but we don't have so much anyway series on the dubbing now that we cannot use. So we bought Van der Waal, we bought uh, Agatha Rizan. We have the stock on the acquisition side. But on this side, I think the stock that we have, we can work on it. I'm not so sure if we're going to work forever, but at this stage, we, we are not obliged to buy some uh, rerun or to buy some new anyway uh, shows. On the movie side, uh, as we create anyway the, the the slot, we have to buy because the stock that we have cannot well. But on the acquisition, it's it's more movie rather than uh, well series. And uh, my department, we're trying to keep working. So this means that the new show that uh, well all the UK distributors or American distributors show to them, for example, or Free Media ITV or the BBC Worldwide, we're still working on it and we're going to buy. But this is regular, I'm going to say regular way to, to work because it's the new show and, uh, well, we need that for 2021. So honestly, the impact on the acquisition, it's less than the impact on the production side. Are you at any point likely to run out of content? Do you have what you need now for a couple of months or, or are you already having to create space in the schedule and distancing and... On the main channel, I'm a little bit worried if we keep the slot in the afternoon and I'm a little bit worried if we cannot provide with the new show. So if, for example, uh, there's no more, we cannot go on production on the domestic side, we're probably going to think about acquisition. At this stage, we decide not to do that because we need to have more, well, conversation, I think, with the producer in order to see what it's going to be to be delayed and how many months that's going to be delayed. But I think the end of the year would be something that we need to work on it and we're trying to do that now. Are there also ways in which you're looking at innovative forms of production that respect all the social distancing rules, uh, isolation rules, or, or is that impossible? Not yet. Honestly, uh, well, yesterday I had a conversation with, uh, I think it was a Spanish company or British, no, British company about a, vi- a French one, sorry, about a virus and we decide not to do it. So I think we are public channels. So at this stage, we were not well prepared to do this kind of show. So maybe we have on the stock some uh, movie called Contagion and we decide not to put on it. So at this stage, I'm not pushing to have some uh, production about uh, confinement or virus or... For example, we try when we have the Bataclan, when we have the disaster with the terrorism, we try to to make a TV movie, and it was only a love story. But at the end, we decided not to put on screen because it was well, the public was not ready to to see this kind of show because they want to see other other things. And does that mean that the French people want more escapism? Yeah, they need more comedy. As you say, you know, there's going to be a, a profound shift in, in the way in which people view TV. And do you feel that given the landscape was a, a very competitive landscape already, you know, do, do you feel that this is going to benefit the streamers more than the linear channels? Or do you feel that there has been a renaissance of public channels because people resort to public channels in moments of crisis? Well, to be honest, I don't know. Because when you see Disney, when you see Disney coming, people well buy to have that. So honestly, it's too early to say. If I think that well, the role that we have is to entertain. So we try to do that during the confinement. Of course, there will be a before and after a COVID nineteen for everybody on personal, but mainly on TV. Uh, what we're trying to do is entertain. So honestly, to answer the question, it's too early for me to say the future. 
probably they're going to have an impact in the production because I think uh, when you see the the, the world of figures for the comedy, for the movies and the comedy, I think we we need to do more. You have more comedy in in the UK, you have more comedy in America, and in France it's very difficult to make film. So that's the challenge I think we have to to do. After that, we create Mark, like uh, Barnaby, like Murder in Paradise, like uh, Marlowe, so that's really strange uh, moment, but people still want to see that. So I, I don't know the question. To answer your question, it's very difficult for me today. Nathalie Biancoli from France Television. While most of the television production community around the world has been forced to shut down over fears of the coronavirus pandemic, some cameras are still rolling in Sweden. One such production is Snow Angels, a six-part series for Sweden's SVT and Denmark's DR that tells the story of three women who become entangled in the disappearance of a missing baby. Michael Pickard, editor of C21's Drama Quarterly, spoke with Yellowbird producer Georgie Matthew about the current situation in Sweden and how work on the series is continuing. Uh, the feeling is not that it's uh, especially free. Uh, it, it, it never is, but of course, uh, compared to a lot of other countries it's very liberal in a way i mean you can move you can go wherever you want if you want to go to the restaurant and have a dinner with a friend that's possible you won't be very popular though but but you can do it right now i'm sitting in the production office that alone feels sort of surreal it's sweden is kind of um a unique case i guess in the world at the moment in the fact that you're still filming over there i know i know uh and it's even, you know, our closest neighbors, I mean, Norway and Denmark are also in total shutdown and all their productions as well have been put on hold. So it's it's really, you know, it, it's close to us, uh, this feeling of that everybody else is just sitting at home and, and self-quarantining while we're running around on different sets and doing very much business as usual. We're doing it to inspire people and, you know, to keep an industry going, of course. We feel that burden on your shoulders when you see the effect that it has had on the rest of the world. I, I could easily say that there are maybe just three or four productions run in Sweden. I think we are maybe one out of ten productions in the whole Europe. That's It feels a bit weird. <laughs> You said there are obviously some rules in place in society, I guess, or things you would be frowned upon doing. How does that apply to, you know, when you're in production on a, on a set with 100 people? For example, you know, in Sweden, we, are, we don't have that big cruise that you normally see maybe on a UK production or a Hollywood production at all. I mean, our, our production number, I would say we're on uh, maybe like 30 to 40. There's no... Uh, restrictions or rules there's only recommendations and you you shouldn't be more than 50 person in one uh, certain location of course that has been uh, something we have to you know take into account and and for example we've been reducing scenes with a lot of extras and and really you know having to take a different creative decision uh, in those type of scenes but then again, you know, it's, it's just basic stuff that uh, they don't recommend people to take public transportation if you don't really have to. So we have to accommodate people with maybe cars, rental cars, having them have, take cabs to the set or to the production office. And of course, changing a lot of stuff 
in and around the shooting environment. Lunches, everything like that has to be controlled and really, you know, modified. How do the actors specifically feel about still working? Because I guess, you know, they're maybe not hugging or kissing or, you know, the role is kind of changing, I guess, and scenes are changing every day now, are they? Yeah, sort of, sort of. Of course, uh, those type of scenes are (laughs) a bit special. We had actually uh, like a stunt rehearsal just the other day and we had a discussion, okay, like, should we have masks on and, and how should we do it? So it's a bit special, but I mean, most actors are really, at least I can only speak for the actors I have in my show, but, but they are, of course, they're nervous and stuff like that. But, but then again, you know, you have to keep on working and doing your job, sort of. And they see that the production is doing everything they can out of the restrictions we have and recommendations there is. So I think they feel that everybody's just, okay, let's try to do the best of what we have and keep on keeping on. And so how much more have you got to go in terms of production before you could feasibly start doing more post from home? We have, we've been shooting now for uh, nine weeks. We have 10 weeks left. I mean, it's a long shoot. And you know, it's really week by week. We're losing, losing a lot of locations now. That, that, that's the new thing. A lot. We had like a big scene at a hospital. They just cancel it because it has to be turned into uh, emergency ER, you know, pop-up ERs to... to accommodate uh, sick people. I mean, we can't even argue to that because what we are doing in a sense is nothing, you know, it doesn't uh, matter in that regard at least. So we're losing a lot of locations now. Uh, that's, That's the new thing. So our AD department is really struggling. I mean, will there get to a point where you can't continue even if you're allowed to? I think so. I think when it affects shooting locations, then it's really hard because it's really hard to be flexible in those type of regards. I mean, if an actor is sick one day, two day, you can always reshuffle and, uh, you know, a crew member, that's not a big issue. But if you miss, uh, if you miss out on a big location that you're supposed to shoot in like two, three weeks, then you're, uh, yeah, then it's hard. And our show is, is a bit, you know, weather dependent as well. It takes place just during a week. So we can't can spread it out during the whole uh, the whole shoot as well. So, it's, so let's see. We're, we're sort of just happy every week now. Every week we can get in the can. It's like, oof, okay, we got that. But it's it's a very complex question because you want to maintain the quality as well. You want to maintain your creative like vision and the director and writer. You know, really have to look. It's easy to, be, to feel very grateful and happy to be able to film, but then again, you know, you still have to like push yourself and say, are we doing the absolute best show we can do now, or are we just keeping, you know, shooting because we can? How, how um, involved have, have the broadcasters, SVT and, and DR, kind of been? Are, are they in contact with you quite regularly? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, definitely. I mean, SVT, which is our main broadcaster, has been. Yeah, they've been really uh, in in constant dialogue with us uh, and just talking about various scenarios and uh, both creatively and of course economically. You know, what what type of consequences would it, would would it be if you take a pause now and if you restart within a month or half a year, or if you shut down? And we you know we have a lot of 
analysis done. No, they're, they're in constant dialogue with us, checking in every week and just uh, they've been really great. DR, of course, the situation is different. They're like just amazed that we can shoot anything. And, and how are things, uh, you know, at the company at Yellowbird in terms of how you've reacted to what's going on and, and looking after staff and, and things like that, ensuring that everyone is sort of obviously working safely and can be supported in various ways? Yeah, it's been, I mean, we're our parent company, Banerjee, which is like the world's biggest, not the world's biggest, but I think it might be one of the biggest independent uh, producers there is. They've been really, you know, uh, feeding us with various uh, recommendations and, and guidelines of how to do this. And it's it's still, we're still doing well, of course. There's some productions that have been affected and moved. Uh, we had a really strong year this year and the past where Yellowbird is one of the uh, companies that's producing most uh, the most drama in the Nordic regions, I would say. So it has a strong uh, organization and yeah, I think it's important to stay positive. I mean, of course, this will have an effect even on a, a big company like Yellowbird or Banerjee, definitely. But I, I think it's important to to stay positive and try to see, you know, beyond all this, what you can learn from it, because I think there's a lot to learn. I mean, video conferencing is a thing. I've been never, I've never been in such efficient meetings ever. Georgie Matthew speaking with Michael Picard about new series Snow Angels. That's all for this episode. Remember, if you'd like to share your story of coping with COVID-19 with the international TV industry, email us using the address press at c21media.net. There'll be more from us tomorrow, but in the meantime, stay safe and stay up to date with all the latest developments by following C21 online, on mobile and social media. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 